like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. While we primarily focus on BDSM, it's also important to cover some types of sex education as well. As with many things, small gaps in what we know about even very basic things can lead to larger problems when we try to bring in more involved levels of kinky play. Instead of Googling incognito, here's a compilation of questions about anal sex or anal play. Sex educator Stephanie uh, Sailors addresses all of them. First up, a quick PSA. Sex of any kind should never be painful. And we're talking about non-SNM. We're talking about bad pain, not good pain. And if it is, you definitely want to stop and you want to reassess the situation. It can be as simple as needing to talk to your partner. Uh, maybe perhaps you need to be using lubricant or switching positions. Pain can also indicate something more serious like a medical condition or physical injury. When it comes to anal, there's a higher chance of pain or discomfort because of, of the delicate nature of the rectum and its tight muscular structure. That said, here are some tips to make anal sex feel not just good, but damn good. It's important to remember that anal sex is best when it's paired with other types of stimulation for a more immersive sexual experience. This can include lots of kissing, maybe nipple sucking, and other types of foreplay. A massage is another great way to prep for anal sex because it can help your uh, entire body relax, including your anus. Adding in some frontal genital stimulation before, during, and after is also helpful. For example, using a, clit a clitoral vibe while your partner explores your back door, not only feels amazing, but also helps your entire body to relax, including your, anal, your anus. Speaking of the anus, a.k.a. your butthole, it's important to know some basic anatomy before trying any anal sex or anal play. Regardless of your genital anatomy, your anus is equipped with tons of rich nerve cells, uh, or sorry, nerve endings. And for many people with a clitoris, the internal legs of the wishbone-shaped clit can actually be stimulated via, uh, via anal play. Every asshole has an internal sphincter and an external sphincter. The job of these contracted circular muscles is to control uh, waste exiting the body. The 
outer gets all the glory as its movement is voluntary, whereas the inner is involuntary. Most people experience pain during anal sex when they're unaware of the internal sphincter. It's sort of like a hidden barrier. The safest way to prep for anal is to lube up a finger or a small butt plug and rub it gently around the anus to massage and relax it before pressing in. Uh, imitate a ringing the doorbell motion and use about the same amount of pressure. When the anus is relaxed, the finger or the toy will probably slip in surprisingly easily. This is what happens right before someone gets hurt. <laughs> Be cautious when proceeding and remember that the second sphincter is not yet prepared. It's best to pause when you're up to about the first knuckle or about one inch deep and continue the light circles and the gentle pressing to allow your internal sphincter to also relax. Then decide if going further is a good idea. Sometimes it's not, and you have to stop. Uh, wash your hands and go back to other types of erotic play. Once you get the anatomy and the relaxation techniques down, move on to the next step. Remember, the anus is not self-lubricating. So you always want to use some type of lube. Be sure it's compatible with whatever toy you might be using. Um, perhaps you need to use water-based lube uh, if you're using a silicone toy, for instance. Uh, anal training is a process, and it may take a few play sessions before you and your partner can consider penetration with a penis or a strap-on. Work your way up to larger sizes and styles. So please don't try to speed up the process by using anal lubricants with numbing agents. This often leads to anal tearing, and no one wants that. Uh, Water-based is good when you're using toys or condoms. Otherwise, silicone silicone or oil-based lube is often better because it just doesn't dry out as easily. And it means it, it, uh, its lube consistency remains. Uh, anal hygiene is sometimes colored by an individual's perception. Where a little poop during anal sex is no big deal for some, for others, it's the epitome of the grossest thing ever. In order to speak to both, let's just say that the human body is a beautiful thing and anal sex and anal play comes with the possibility of a little fecal matter. matter. However, there are, just, there are ways to reduce the risk. For most people, getting started with anal play, the best way to prepare is to be sure you've pooped 12 to 24 hours before anal activity. You want to be clear for the playtime. Having stool or anything in the rectum increases the pressure and makes you more likely to need or to have a bowel movement during the play. You also want to avoid any high-fiber um, who inducing foods in that time. 
but don't fast. You definitely need to eat something. You need to have some energy for that type of play. Having a little food in your system is different than fully digested, ready-to-go shit in your rectum. From here, a little soap and water, and you're usually good to go. Um, now, enemas are safe. And if you're looking for something simple, try an enema bulb, which is easy to use and discreet for hiding in a shared bathroom or packing up for a weekend. Follow the rinse and repeat instructions and do around five rounds. This usually takes about 30 minutes in total and is known as a fast enema. If you use the uh, enemas in a bottle, before be sure you empty out the fluid. It often has a laxative effect to it. So empty out the fluid to use the clear plastic bottle by filling it with just plain water. It's usually enough for the average user uh, to just do a very quick enema uh, with, with about five rounds till the water runs pretty much clear. Oftentimes, people have this feeling during anal play like they need to poop. Uh, this is a tough t feeling to totally avoid because having anything in your rectum will cause the muscles in your brain to move in the same way as when you have a bowel movement. Uh, those who are new to anal sex, this muscle movement feels a lot like pooping because that's the experience we can associate it with. As you explore anal sex or anal play, the pelvic floor contractions, the nerve ending stimulation, and the orgasm will begin to add to the experience. And that feeling like you need to have a bowel movement will become less obvious. Um, we often recommend you get yourself an anal a trainer kit or an easy-to-use silicone plug. Um, while they come in a variety of colors, um, oftentimes a black-colored uh, toy or a dark brown-colored toy is going to uh, be best in the long run because that's those are made for anal play. And they're not going to... Because... Uh, the poop in your uh, in your body will stain and discolor uh, the other colored ones. Uh, throw a towel or a sheet on the bed. Even if you don't need one, it can oftentimes help you feel more relaxed. And start with your favorite masturbation routine. Feel free to orgasm if you're allowed. Um, no rush, no pressure. Just allow yourself to enjoy the familiar feelings of pleasure. From there, reach around with a looped-up index finger and begin rubbing the outside of your anus. If this feels good, dip your finger in a little further. Pause and rub a little more before pushing it in further. Don't uh, make having an amazing uh, anal orgasm your end goal. This is just exploring. Notice the shape and the feeling. See if standing is more comfortable than laying down. Try a few different positions and angles, really just trying to learn what helps you feel open and relaxed uh, according to your body type. Uh, 
versus what makes you feel clenched and uncomfortable. Uh, using a vibrator on your clit or on the head of your penis often makes the learning curve even more fun. Repeat the lube and the entry steps with your plug. Insert a little or as much as you feel comfortable. Remember that most plugs have a nice flared base so that it doesn't go in too far and it doesn't get lost. Once it's in, uh, wash your hands and then get, get back to feeling yourself. Now, if you've had hemorrhoids and they're healed, then you should be able to pursue anal just like a beginner would following the steps that we just went over. Go slow, use lube, and be sure to focus on body awareness and clear communication if a partner's involved. However, if you have hemorrhoids that are not healed, then friction and pressure can often cause uh, irritation, pain, and discomfort. If your hemorrhoids bleed, then you'll most likely experience bleeding during anal. Make sure to give your partner a heads up about it. Um, also, if you are a person who has a penis, the prostate is an anal-shaped gland, and it's located in the front of the rectum. After you and your partner have agreed to get into some prostate massage or finding the P spot, a lot like the G spot, start with an external massage around the perineum. That's the skin between the scrotum and the anus, oftentimes called the taint. I'm using two lubricated fingers. Next, insert your fingers until you're about an inch into your partner's anus. Gently press in forward in like a come-hither motion. You should be pressing towards the front of your partner's body. As you explore, you'll discover the round bulb of tissue, and that that is the prostate. For folks out there with vaginas, the body part that's most similar to the P-spot is the G-spot, and it's an area that's typically located about two, two inches inside of the vagina along the front wall of the vaginal wall between the cervix and the pubic bone. Uh, the G-spot, as most people will know, is made up of spongy erectile tissue, and it becomes engorged during arousal. And as it is stimulated, the G-spot sorry, produces chemicals uh, that uh, are similar to those that are released from a male prostate. Anal penetration creates an additional pressure on the G-spot if you are a person with a vulva which can lead to increased pleasures and really great orgasms. Um, a few tips about eating ass, sometimes called tossing salad. <laughs> Open up the ass-eating conversation in a way that feels comfortable and safe for both you and your partner. Remember just to mention that you're interested in it at first. And I'll wait for a little bit and ask your partner if they've wanted to try it. Give them some time to process the fact that you want to try this. Uh, if they're interested, have a conversation and be vulnerable. Ask questions. No judgment. It's totally possible that talking about it will turn both of you on. And before you know it, you'll be face deep in their crack. It's all in all seriousness, just talking about it 
is really the most important part. Having a conversation in a non-sexual context can make the subject seem less intimidating. Uh, Whether your partner says yes or no, you'll both know it's out on the table. Last but not least, have fun with it. Just remember to avoid going ass to mouth or ass to vagina unless that's an intended kink. There's no reason you can't stop to wash off and then start again. We just want to make sure that you're safe, that you're risk aware, that you know that um, oftentimes uh, infection can can come from going from ass to vagina or ass to mouth. And so it's just a risk that you need to take into account for. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast. You can find all of our information, uh, additional resources, other podcasts at www.bdsmunited.com. It's been a joy bringing this topic to you uh, in a series of just various topics that we've been doing recently on the podcast. Uh, It's been a joy talking to you today, and I'll talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.